Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. Zoe is joined by Sanjay Drona, who is the Managing Director of the Close Care Home, and Andrew Seal, who is the Hospitality Lead at XL Care, who discuss leadership in hospitality. So welcome Sanjay and Andrew um, to this edition of this podcast. Um, Sanjay, can I start by asking you to introduce yourself and tell us how you've got to where you are in social care now, please. Hi all, my name is Sanjay Drona and I am I'm the Managing Director at the Close Care Home in Birdcourt, Oxfordshire. It's a 90-bed care home. Um, we're rated fully outstanding by the CQC and um, in the last couple of years have won four um, Care Home of the Year, Best Individual Care Home and Best Food, Nutrition and Dining Experience as well. Um, I came into care about seven years ago, seven and a half years ago, gosh, um, having worked in hospitality, catering events my entire career, um, always very hospitality led. And so when I came into the close, it wasn't where we are now. We were actually rated inadequate and had a couple of warning notices. And so I brought, um, I think, a very different set of eyes. Um, that had a very different perspective on way to deliver um, care or experiences to residents. And I think that's what made us really different. And then I had the most amazing engaged and productive team that basically bought onto the, the crazy ride that we went on. And luckily we've come out the other side and doing touch wood pretty well, um, but there's always places to innovate and make different and new and exciting. So that's hopefully what I think what we're going to cover today. Fantastic. That's brilliant, Sanjay. And you, you sounds like you've been on a real journey and it's, it's amazing to have you as one of the directors of the Outstanding Society as well. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew, can I ask you to, to do the same, please? Um, yeah, of course. So uh, my name's Andrew Seal. Um, so I still consider myself a chef because that's where I, where I started. So um, I worked in the uh, sort of fine dining rosa um, sector, so that's when where, where I started. Um, and there came a point in my career where I wanted a bit more, uh, a bit more balance, a bit more time with my friends, with my family. Um, and I ended up working in a as, as a as a chef manager in a in a care home, in a multi-site care home. Um, so that's really where where it started. And um, I used to use those skills I had in the fine dining restaurants and, and do sort of um, meals. And so I always wanted to retain those, those skills and also provide amazing experiences for people that lived in the home as well. So we would have sort of a restaurant where we'd bring people in the reception and make restaurants and uh, a restaurant style meal and those kind of things. Um, so, and then from there, progressed uh, uh, was promoted into, into a regional role. Um, and that was 2015. So, so since then, I've been working for some some large, um, sort of larger uh, companies in regional and, and national roles. And for the last three years, I've been with Excel Care um, as the hospitality lead, uh, which is which is fantastic. 
Amazing. Thank you very much, Andrew. And if I, if I may, if I could stay with you, you, you actually mentioned fine dining and Sanjay mentioned hospitality as well. Um, leadership in hospitality is obviously so important as well. I've seen lots of different things that you've, you've done and the amazing work that, that you've done. Could you tell me a bit around, uh, about um, the work that you've done around your World Cruise 2022? So I think... Um... I mean, the world, the world Cruise is a really great opportunity for people to get excited and have a focus. And because I, I think it's so important that we that we make everyday fun for people living in the homes, because that environment and that how when you when you walk into a home and it is, um, I think anybody that visits care homes regularly will have that feeling when you walk in the home. And within 60 seconds, you can tell whether it's going to be a good day or a bad day. And I think that atmosphere of fun is, is so important. And so the world, the world Cruise is an opportunity for people to celebrate the culture of our, of our colleagues. And I think that's probably one of the things that we've really tried to do with, with our World Cruise, which is maybe a little bit different from, from others, uh, is, the, is the countries that we've, that we've picked are, do relate to people that work in our homes so we've invited these people to talk about their their culture uh, we've made sure that the the work that we've done because obviously it's very difficult to write about somebody somebody else somebody else's culture um, so we've made sure that we involve them in that in that process as well and provide a um, some information about the country uh, some recipes about the food um, some pictures of of um, the country and, and, the, and the beauty of these these locations um, and it's just been really lovely that people can, can dress up, celebrate the culture, celebrate the food. And it gives something for, you know, obviously our, the people that live in the home don't always have the ability to, to jump on a plane and go to China or Poland. But, but actually, we can bring that to them, uh, which is what we, we aim to do. So it's been really, really fun, really positive for the people that live in the home. And uh, yeah, it's just a blast, really amazing and I, I think that that's what it's all about it's it's about being positive for people living within your care and and it sounds like some great leadership skills there involving people in in what you're doing which is amazing and Sanjay if I if I can come back to you now we we obviously speak a lot about leadership in social care um, and how great leadership is is required across the whole organization um can you tell me why you think leadership isn't just about the managing director or the registered manager of a home? It's important to recognise that obviously the leader sets the tone um, and you have the option as a leader to, to manage the tone and with involvement plan your culture and your, um, your, your vision, your mission and how you want to achieve it. The thing is, you can't be there in every single interaction and you can't be there in every single intervention or experience that a resident's going to have. Andrew can create the most amazing plan for hospitality, but he has to trust that his people on the floor or in the kitchen team are actually going to live it out. And that's what's really amazing because a leader is able to A, select the right people, um, to put in those positions, but B, trust them and empower them to do it and potentially get it horribly wrong as well. Um, because that's the, sometimes obviously that's the fun bit is when you fix something, but actually 
knowing that people have um, the skills and the empowerment to, to be able to make a mistake and then something new will come out of it. And normally something better as well, because it's had that level of input and also testing and rigor. So I think, I think that's why it, it, whilst it starts at the top, it actually is really brilliantly reversed as well. And I think there's a lot of reverse management that happens within the care sector um, as a whole that we really sometimes don't talk about often enough because I get managed um, up by people that work with me and I'm, I'm privileged to be able to call my colleagues um, and there are times when they'll tell me things and, 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 and that form of reverse management is actually really brilliant and I think being able to accept that and understand that that's part of a home's dynamic is really really important to a strong and productive leadership because it sets the goal and it sets the idea of where we want to be. Fantastic. Thanks, Sanjay. And, and and you mentioned about learning from mistakes. Um, you know, it is actually okay to get it wrong. Um, and and it needs to be a culture where that's a safe environment to, to have that as well. Um, Andrew mentioned earlier on about involving everybody in what you're doing. I know that we're obviously moving into colder months, but if I can stay with you, Sanjay, around that, um, can you expand on the great leadership within the home and, and how you've involved your whole team um, during the recent heat waves um, and how you're already planning for 2023 with, with your whole team? Yeah, so heat wave planning was really interesting and of course i'll throw in the hospitality angle specifically with this but we knew it was coming this wasn't a, a, a great shock so we had already started planning a few weeks before and discussing it and what was really interesting is they're very round table so yes we have our heads of department meeting but actually it was what are we going to do how are we going to do it and how are we going to measure it um, and getting that buy-in from everyone. So actually we had one of our nurses um, as, as almost a heat champion. And I, you know, I'm not big on champions anymore. That's another thing, <laughs> that's another <laughs> problem altogether. But what we did is um, she was the one going around the building and they walked around the building and they checked the temperature and we had special temperature checkpoints. And that level of consistency throughout that, that heat wave was really interesting and that involvement to understand why what we were doing was important. This wasn't just, let's just do it. So the housekeeping team were phenomenal in terms of preparing. Um, we did these cold spritz sheets. Um, we did um, flannels that went around the building like special, you know, I went and ran around to every pound land in the county, I think. <laughs> and bought all these like cold napkins because that's my experience of working in a fancy hotel amazing you, know, you go there you get the nice little napkin and you refresh or if you're on a fancy plane but they what happened was when we saw those we're like they actually work they're effective they're really good value and they're fast um and they can give immediate relief um which is i think what we needed um the housekeeping team as well sort of explaining to them that when they're running the dryers they're heating up the building so they came up with the idea to say well why don't we get a washing line we've got four acres of amazing gardens so being able to be involved like i wouldn't have ever thought that they would have accepted that as an option they know what's right i trust them in that but i don't i thought they may have like been like oh no we don't want to go out in this to put the clothes out but they did and they told it was their idea which meant that because it came from them 
they were invested in it and it happened so overall the building was actually remarkably cool over the whole of the heat wave um the kitchen team changing the dynamic of the way that we offer food um during this time obviously going to a cooler menu um having a number of we did sort of an open plan buffet for a lot of the time um, in the afternoon because we realized people would be hungry when they're hungry not necessarily at the times that we're used to so there was a lot of flexibility and mobility and i feel that our because we're so hands-on that agility was really quickly acted upon um so we changed things overnight um and in a matter of hours rather than needing a long time and i think that's where actually companies like excel where you've got specific people that lead that offering it's so important because you're doing you're doing something quite creative absolutely um, yeah Oh, it's amazing, Sanjay. And, and 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 just to touch on a couple of things, um, you you mentioned about learning from your previous roles. Actually, for for good leadership, especially in hospitality within social care, I think the more sharing, the more learning from others, the better to help improve. I'm going to say something controversial, which Zoe probably will come to no shock to you, but there's a lot of things we don't do. And we do it in the care sector. And I know that, you know, we do some things absolutely phenomenally. One of them is invest in our catering teams. Yeah. It has been a big thing that I bang on about a lot. So I've got a soapbox moment here. But I really don't think we do. Yeah. Um, we expect they come in, they've got their chefing qualifications or their MVQs, whatever they have. And we're like, okay, great, go. And that's not go, it's where's the nutritional information, where's the educational support from dietitians, where is the creativity support? So um, Excel are doing something phenomenal with their work, World Cruise, which is utilizing their people's history and heritage and bringing it into the workplace, phenomenal. But also sometimes where's the step that's next above that? So we spend a lot of time, it sounds really silly, but taking our kitchen team out, taking them to different restaurants, getting them to try different foods and allowing them to then become creative from that. So a good one was um, one day we brought in a load of baklava and Turkish sweets and they had a big tasting and literally a few weeks later on the menu were, were these amazing selection of baklava inspired treats and cakes and bits and bobs. And there wasn't a specific reason for it. It wasn't a, a Turkish day or a Middle Eastern day. It was just, these are beautiful, small, light bites that are calorie laden and actually have a variety of different flavors. So it was really interesting. And we've got to inspire our teams a bit more. And I don't think we do that. Absolutely. You've made me very hungry now. That's my favorite sweet treat. <laughs> I know what I'm bringing you on Saturday. <laughs> Andrew, if I if I may come back to you, um, Sanjay just mentioned about you know the the amazing work that that our, our chef and hospitality teams do. Um, coming back to to the heat wave, um, can you tell us about your hydration stations? Um, you challenge the homes to to develop these, and you know you really led from the front there. Can you tell us a bit about that, please? Yeah, of course. And I, I just wanted to to respond to Sanjay quickly as well, and just say that I wholeheartedly agree with everything that you've just said um i really think that it's important that we allow people the space to make mistakes because that's how they they learn and that's how they grow 
and we do live in an environment that is regulated and we do have a responsibility to keep people safe and there's certain areas where we can't make mistakes but it's about defining those those boundaries and and so that people understand where they can have the autonomy to make decisions and where they can't um, that helps them grow so i really agree with that and also i really do agree as well with uh, what you've said about developing catering teams and i think that it's it's one of those things and you're quite right and it's something that i've, I've seen a lot um is you you employ a chef and they go into the kitchen with their with their team and then you only see them at lunchtime and, and that's it because if you get a great chef they 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 do their their work but actually there's and these are things that we've that we've identified and tried to to put things in place of, of, of having that continued development of, of wherever you are now whether you are a catering assistant whether you are a chef a good chef an excellent chef wherever you are um we have uh, an accelerator program that will take you from wherever you are to uh, be better than where you are and have that pathway and we have pathways for everybody within within the company that you always know where the next role is and, and how you can how you can get there um and also we again I think it, for chefs, it's about making it interesting because they have to be, I think a good chef is a passionate chef that, that loves to try new ingredients and, and try different things and experiment. And so I think we do have a responsibility as well to make sure that, that we are developing them and we allow them to be creative. Um, so we have monthly um, chef workshops which are again these these are now uh, on on teams but we really try to make those interesting so last uh, the last one that we've had we had a senior environmental health officer who came on to talk about and, and she had lots of photos of really good examples some really bad examples which we which was really interesting and the one that we have uh, next week actually is around leadership because we view our chefs as chefs, which which they are, but they're also leaders of a small team. And it's also, I don't think that we put enough development into, into chefs as leaders, not just as people that cook food, but people that need to lead their team and, and set up systems and processes um, to run their kitchen efficiently. Because they the role of a chef is is no longer about just coming in and, and cooking some you know cooking food. It's it's managing all the dietary requirements, the the people on itsy descriptors the people that are on fortified diets all the different types of diet whether that be celiac or lactose intolerant um manage their budget manage their team it, you know it really is a, a much and actually i'm in in the time that i've been within care we're seeing the needs of people dietary needs just expand you know and there's more and more you, you, you perhaps might have had one vegetarian and one person on a on a level four puree diet now we're seeing maybe half of the people that in the home have a special dietary requirement. So um, just wanted to to echo what Sanjay said as there, I really agree. Uh, but hydration stations. <laughs> um, so um, the hydration station competition was a way that we we wanted to obviously increase the, the hydration of people during the heat wave and make sure that um, they, they had access to hydration, but we also wanted to make it something that was fun and that people could get involved in. And we we find definitely in Excel Care that um, if you add a little bit of competition, um, that's a really good way to get people in involved. Um, and it's uh, so probably something a little 
cheeky trick that I use when I'm training. I saw the care home up the road. They are fantastic at this. Are they? Right. Well, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's get them going. Um, so, yeah, so we we sent out, um, obviously issued the, the the competition with, with some really good prizes. Um, and then we added uh, some fact sheets as well, because, again, I've always found it interesting when you if you just give somebody a glass of water and it's so boring um but all you have to do is add some lemon some garnish some ice to it and then it looks really really refreshing and so if you infuse it um so if you have all your sort of if you have a hydration station with lots of different options with different infused waters and uh, things like that i just find that you can turn something as, as basic as water into something that people really want to drink that's really easy so obviously we we had information about how to infuse water and um, but also about hidden hydration because um with things like strawberries that are 92 percent water or cucumber that's 96 percent water um so little um preparing vegetables and fruits that can be that can be sliced and presented nicely which will provide hydration um and also some other um, other ideas such as making uh, cherry jellies and coconut lollies and different things that it's sort of hidden hydration really because you wouldn't think that it has as high a water content as, as it does but but actually um, getting people to eat strawberries and um, and have cherry jellies is actually uh, quite easy so, <laughs> so yeah it was, it was a really good uh, really good way to bring people together and actually um the teams really did put a lot of effort into into making the making the stations and and it was really good to see across the business fantastic i think i think that's excellent i'm going to come back across to sanjay you want to come in there i've i've got a thing i'm listening to andrew um speak and i'm reflecting on our own experiences here and the one thing that really strikes me is that hospitality offerings and being creative around your hospitality um, proposition within a care home really offers a no and low cost option for improvement and innovation. This is what's really interesting. That water station, sorry, um, hydration station, didn't really cost a lot, but it had an amazing impact on the quality of life for the residents because that heat, because they were encouraged to drink, because it was more inviting, they didn't get the UTIs, and therefore their life experiences are better, right? Because they were having, a, they, they were drinking more. We can, we can get that with, you know, creative dessert, meal times, everything that Andrew spoke about. And it always strikes me that that's the bit that sometimes we get so stuck on um, is that innovation is expensive. You know, it's all tech-based, nothing you did there other than probably those nice sheets that you sent out to all of your homes was tech-based. That was all ingenuity of your people and the, the, the teams and your ideas. So it really is amazing how actually this massive part of social care that we sit in, in providing quite creative solutions, has such a massive impact on the end result for the resident. And I think that's what I'm, I'm listening to Andrew going, it's free. It, that was almost all free. Because guess what? You were going to cut those vegetables anyway, whether you were going to put it into a salad or wherever, they were, they were purchased to be used. So you can really get creative for not a lot of money. 
Absolutely, absolutely, completely agree, Sanjay. And I think I think there, there's the cost element of it, and and actually um, using all your team to develop those ideas. It's not just something that you introduced and ask your team to do. Making it into a competition, I think, is amazing. The return um, on investment is massive. Absolutely, absolutely. I I was going to ask you, Andrew, um, if there's any advice that you could share for others to develop a great leadership culture within their hospitality teams. Um, I think I've heard a a lot about that throughout. But is is there any one bit of advice that that you you would give to others around that, please? So I think one of the the things that we've we've found really successful, and it's sort of a a pillar that runs through the whole business, but again, it's how we apply it to our catering um, team members, is the why, and bringing it back to the person the person that lives in the home each time. And um, in Excel Care, we have somebody called, or a story called Mr. Bailey, who's a real, a real person that lived in one of our homes. And so everything that we, that we ask is, how does that affect Miss, Mr. Bailey? Um, the person living in room 19 in, in this home, how, how, is the training that we're delivering how is the anything that we want to do bringing that back to to the why which is which is in excel care mr bailey um so i think the, the why is really important and i also think it's really important to make these things easy access to information and, and we almost want to make it easier to do it the right way than to do it the you know to then to cut corners um so things like we, we we've set up recently a hospitality portal, which is which is essentially a, a resource that all of our chefs can access, which which has recipes, um, menus they can they can engage with each other, they can learn about fact sheets. They if we do if we do lots of recording little videos, we find that's a good way to a good training tool to use. So we will uh, if we're if we're doing some some uh, role-based training that we record, we can put that on there as well. We upload all the the videos from the workshops on there as well. So they've got that um, that connection with with each other as well because you you can often find that since a chef can be quite an isolated lot, particularly in the homes that that are not near to any others. They it can you know you if you're a chef you can be perhaps one of the only people in your whole building. That does what you do whereas in, in care you you have a, a number of different care so um so actually being able to connect those, those people um through the through the portal is really important and that sort of leads on to the next bit which i think communication of actually getting those messages through to people um and making sure that those channels are, of communication are are really clear and, and really effective because it's it's absolutely fine i could have the best idea in the world on my laptop but how is it going to get to all four corners of the business in, in in the country so it is about having that um having those those channels of communication um and then also investing and i know um, we've already already touched on it but development of, of teams and making sure that things are always always fun always exciting there's always something to to do that's different because um i wouldn't there's nothing worse than a board chef because it can it can happen so easily where you think oh today maybe I'll um, I'm a little bit busy so I'll maybe buy in my pasties this, this week for example and then and then you think oh that's quite easy so I'll just continue to do that and it adds in and you end up with more and more sort of convenience foods and uh, and actually you, you're you're taking the passion away from that person um, and so it's important to always have these 
initiatives and things to get these people excited, just to keep them engaged and to keep them in touch and in love with with cooking food, uh, which I think is really important. That's amazing. Thank you, Andrew. And I think every home in social care should have a Mr. Bailey. Um, Sanjay, can I come across to you for some final words um, of, of advice for anybody around, around leadership across all departments within social care? The one thing I would say, first of all, Andrew, I, I feel like I'm your number one fan today because <laughs> I can't agree with you anymore. If I had a flag with Andrew on it, I'd wave it. <laughs> The one thing I would say is be fearless, right? We, we know the limitations within which we work. Um, it's our job to explore them safely um, and challenge preconceived perceptions, which is where we fail a lot. And that's one thing that we like to do really differently. So um, little examples are our takeaway night, which went really well and it's, it's phenomenal how well that works from a creativity point, from an engagement point, from a relationship point of view. Now, everyone initially, when you would say something like that, it's like, oh, you can't do that because residents in care home want meat and two veg every night for dinner. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Know your people. So um, A, be fearless, try things. You know, there's, you've got to say, you, again, if you do things safely, you don't have to be risk adverse, you have to be risk aware. And part of it is knowing how to do that. So do you have the backup options? Is it there, whatever, whatever. Um, and the other thing is know your people. A lot of my perception previously about having a more um, luxury focused site um, and a service was that everyone wants like high end, super fine dining 24 seven, they don't. <laughs> there is something nothing more popular than beans on toast um, because we don't live everyone does not live a champagne and caviar lifestyle 24 7 so knowing our people and the residents means that we actually get to to engage with them on that level and know what their needs are and then provide and expect them and, and react to them fairly so giving your kitchen team and catering team time with the residents is invaluable um, and how you structure that is up to your service it's up to your culture it's your own vision um, we do a butterfly time um, which is where at least once a month everyone downs tools to know to what department you're in and you spend time with residents it's guaranteed everything stops phones get transferred straight up to the floor. Um, but every member, so from our accountant, our kitchen team, where everyone's with a resident and enjoying some one-to-one -one time. Um, but you've also got that, that knowledge element. So chefs are included in the um, assessment. They know when the resident's coming in, they get the full breakdown, but it's about them actually going up and welcoming the resident and being, it's that face-to-face -face time, which is so critical. So know your people and be, fearless fantastic a huge thank you to you both today the outstanding society always like for people to take home a golden nugget i think we've got a huge basket full of, of <laughs> golden nuggets today um thank you very much you're both inspirational leaders thank you zoe thank you thank you the outstanding society is a community interest company it's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member. <laughs>